welcome to the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast. I'm your host, Emily Rose, and I'm here with Sammy. Hi. Hi. How you going? How you um, going? It's sunny today, and so that's really, really helping getting some vitamin D, my mood. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. Food is just on the up and up. How about you? How are you doing? Um, yeah, it's a beautiful, warm day here, and everyone's out in like almost t shirts and sweaters. And then for the rest of the week, there's going to be a 20 degree decrease. <laughs> mm. um, so everything's going fine with the world. That's normal and fine, as am I, as am I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, obviously, we can't take the how are you doing scope too broadly. It just has to be pretty. Or too literally. Yeah. <laughs> keep it light, keep it tight, keep it moving. Yeah, yeah. Anything new going on in your life? Yeah, actually, um, you've been really wanting me to watch Prestige TV because you're scared of me getting brain rot. And that's a legitimate concern. So I did start um, with a new show called The Real Housewives of Miami, but nice. after the reboot. So as of season four, which I think seasons one to three is not prestige TV, but mm. seasons four onward is prestige TV. Nice. Yeah. Thoughts, yeah. impressions, feelings? Um, in Well, I do feel like I've led the listeners astray and I'm, I'm taking that on today because I've been like seeing the praises of the most recent season of Beverly Hills and Potomac and they both ended eh, with a big meh boring not much going on that no one seems to like each other whereas Miami is in the same way that Salt Lake City is very weird Miami is weird but not in the same gritty uncomfortable way more in a gaudy fancy way with palm trees like they're they're fighting in the versace mansion Mm -hmm. yeah so there's a bit of glamour yes but at the same time one of the housewives is a farmer she's a goat farmer and brings her goat to the beach oh wow cool (laughs) yeah and she's like she's a she's a married lesbian power couple and then another cast member is in love with her and they're like always on the verge of having an affair um who 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 are these people what are their names who what who are their, what are their names? Um, oh my God. Okay. It's not coming to you. Okay. Okay. That's okay. I did no, no, not mean goat, that to be. The goat farmer's Julia. She's married to Martina. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, one of the other cast members, like, is her, they say best friends, but they're always on the verge of hooking up in front of everyone. And then okay. there's some chemistry. Oh, yeah. And they're just, they're very out there. Like, one of them, <laughs> Marisol, she's like 60 and just wasted all the time, like 58. But she has coasters in her house that have prints of little lines on them. Like, <laughs> she's like, it's fun. It's Miami. Like, she's just putting it out there. There's no like, are people doing coke in your bathroom? She's like, no, bitch, here's the coasters. They're just doing it (laughs) probably right out here. Um, And yeah, one of the other cast members, I'm still on season four, but one of the other cast members, Lisa, she like, she has a glam team, which is to be expected, but her glam team is there, like a full team getting her ready for like a funeral. And she's like, she's getting like, she's like two men working on her makeup hair. She's like, it's so sad today. Like, it's going to be really sad. And then <laughs> this was the memorial before the funeral. She showed up in a neon green cocktail dress and everyone's in black. She's like, oh my God, you guys didn't tell me. Like, I didn't know. And they were like, they were, they're like, there's no memo. It's just a memorial. <laughs> so <this> mom died. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you have a lot of really odd disconnected behavior and a lot of fighting but in very fun settings cool okay well i'll put it on my list i've 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 all caught up on the traders as per your request so i (laughs) yeah um and it's it is enjoyable to see peter take take a stand as one of the lead characters of scheming and etc who knew that Pilot Pete had it in him? PP is rising to the top. PP has followers. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's he's got like a cult of personality. It's funny. I know. I know. It's incredible to see. Um, what's new with you? Well, TV wise, <laughs> started... or in life. That's all. <laughs> That's all I got right now. It's February. Yeah, it's just horrific. This is the worst time of the year. So, um. I've been going back and trying to watch like all the shows that I heard were good, but I didn't catch the first time around. So I watched Jury Duty, which was great. Um, So funny, so cute, so sweet, heartwarming, um, great guy, the center of it. It's finally available on like Prime or whatever. Everyone told me to to watch it, but I still am concerned about it feeding into my fears that I'm Truman in the Truman Show. Yeah, I think it it might be unsafe for someone like you to watch it. It could trigger something. I mean, I don't know how this guy like continued on with his life. He must have trauma. He must have like He said it really messed with him for a really long time after. I've been trying to find interviews with him where he like gives an honest take on what how how betrayed he must have felt and how confused, but I'm only finding positive stuff. So, if you come across it, please, I want the real tea. I'm like this was horrifying. Okay, I wonder if they scrubbed it from the internet because right mm. after it aired, I remember him saying that he was really, really unsettled and really not okay for months just thinking about what is real and what's not. And yeah, yeah and I was like, okay, that's exactly what I would, what I was fearing that it would stoke in me. Yeah, I mean, it, it provided great TV because every time he could have chosen to react how I would have, which was as a villain, <laughs> he was like so kind and so soft and like they they like made up this character that was like um talked kind of robotic and was obsessed with body parts and like um like robotics and stuff and this was supposed to be like a comic relief character to scare him but instead he like took him under his wing and he like asked the um 
fake like jury for people they were like okay you get to like request certain things for the sequestering of the jury and he requested the movie a bug's life so that he could show it to him because there's a character who was into robotics but the world didn't understand him and he like brought him over to his room to like show it to him he's like it's cool man like you're, you're focused on the future and that's actually beautiful and you might not be understood in your time but like you will be like he was like so loving and kind to every single person and it was it was crazy because i've never really seen a man be so kind. <laughs> so. This is why I block animal rescue mm-hmm. content. I like can't. Well, it wasn't as like tear. It wasn't a tearjerker like animal rescue. Stuff, I'm but it was my just heart like, cannot contain that. that. I know. I know. It was really sweet. So I watched that, and then now I'm like, I started watching normal people, um, because I watched all of conversations with friends, a to see Joe Alwyn, hopefully acting, and b to try and understand like this sally rooney adaptation fervor i hated conversations with friends and now i'm like not getting normal people either i'm like why is this so bleak like what is so sad this is just about people fucking each other when they're like 18 years old like why does this have to be so insane and unhinged like she's like not anything they're not normal people not i mean we're like maybe irish people are all this weird and humorless i've never met any so just kidding but i i don't know i'm like is this an irish thing like i why is this so bleak i i really don't get it and i thought it would be like six episodes long i'm on episode eight and then i looked up how many ever left there's 12 episodes in this so i'm really in i can't get out um but finally i understand why everyone's obsessed with paul mezcal because he's so hot in it he is like given it <laughs> it's a lot of sex scenes um and he's so cute he's so sweet so okay i get it and it's got our new king joe alwyn in it no 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 that that was a different oh. show okay. <laughs> yeah. sorry i guess uh, it's tough to follow along when there's no housewives involved <laughs> yeah the the concerns about brain rot persist Um, i'm not helping matters i i do see that um and i don't know maybe something will change or maybe you're just the canary i'm sending down to the mines to check things out see what you come up with see if there's any nuggets yeah yeah that's fair that's fair and if there is something that's like so good it can't be missed i'll be sure to let you know okay fun and interesting that we're talking about television and movies since today we're doing something a little different and that's not what we're talking about that's right yeah we're talking about yeah we're talking we're taking it back um to our roots we're doing a good old-fashioned couple deep dive and this is a couple that there's much much to say much to reveal much to get into as far as rumors and gossip and we're going to be talking about jay-z and beyonce today the king and queen of the music industry yeah and the world um and various other things depending on who you ask which we're gonna unpack all of that today so something really different about me is that i really love beyonce and i have loved her for a very long time um Mm -hmm. and also 
I'm ready to have my hero crushed and destroyed because I've also loved Jay-Z for so long. I I don't know. He really imprinted on me in high school. I even had his book. Um, his biography? Yeah. yeah. Was it autobiography? Yeah. It was like a memoir slash um, mixed in with like lyric analysis and his mm. story. I really loved it. I thought it was well written at the time. Um, and there's been a lot that's come out of, about him in recent years. Some of it hearsay, some of it we'll, we'll dive into. Um, but what is your, what is your relationship to this couple? Um, yeah, just a fan. I mean, at first, like, yeah, I love Jay-Z, love his music. Never like, you know, connected to him as a person, but <laughs> loved his music and, um, love Jay-Z. I mean, love Beyonce, really admired her. Um, I think, you know, for a long time, I thought like, wow, she's like a celebrity who's really doing it right and really like stepping back from the spotlight, but doing a lot of charitable works and just sort of keeping a low profile, keeping a good uh, separation between herself and her fans. Like, I, you know, I thought she was very classy as as a Virgo, just the ultimate shiny example of someone who is extremely organized and a perfectionist and delivers a 10 out of 10 every time. Like, I thought she I think she's an amazing role model for other artists like actually to deliver a perfect product we rarely see people do that like I mean you know she can truly sing dance and act yeah she's the definition of a triple threat she's a defining of our generation in so many ways and really is the ultimate Virgo and she should be enough to dispel all the negative stereotypes that Virgos get for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. And even all the like horrible rumors that we're going to dig into, none of them are her fault or reflect on her as a bad person or anything like that. Yeah. She makes me think of Britney Spears in the way that they've really grown up in front of the cameras and the spotlight, but you've, you've just never heard a story of them even so much as being rude to a waiter or, you know, mm-hmm. being dismissive of anyone. Yeah, treat treats people with kindness and dignity, no even, matter. Yeah, even though they've both been megastars from a very young age. Yeah, humble. So and they're and they're they like each other and respect each other mm-hmm. and like always said like. And Jessica Simpson too has nothing but good things to say about Beyonce because they like toured together back in the day, and she's like she's literally just as sweet as pie, warm, kind Southern girl, like down to earth, funny. If I could go back in time to any concert, that might be one of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Destiny's Child and and Jessica Simpson back in her like uh, power ballad era. Yeah, <laughs> <That'd be> great. <laughs> Seeing them play at some random venue, for like yeah, people. totally at like a, like a honky tonk rodeo, yeah, some outdoor, fair. Yes. yeah, something outdoor yes. in in the fucking in it's high noon, like <laughs> you know the shadows are harsh, but yeah. they're out there sweating it on the stage in, in Wichita, Kansas. You know, like that's <laughs> yeah. that's really what I'm picturing, and I want to be there. Totally, yeah. <laughs> like she's she's hardworking, she's humble. When we hear stories about her dad, which I didn't even do any research on on her dad he's a real character um and he had them she had he had her like singing the national anthem while running full speed on a oh, treadmill yeah. from like you know as as soon as she could walk she was just ready to fucking get trained i remember that was something that wendy williams used to harp on anytime there would be a new 
interview coming out with Beyonce, she's like, if I have to hear one more time about her running on her treadmill in high heels, like, I swear to God, come oh, up yeah, with something Oh, yeah, and high heels. <laughs> yeah. She's like, come up with a new shtick. Like, I don't want to hear it. Oh, man. So, I mean, it gives you a great insight as to what she was like. She was, like, a perfect, like, Southern Belle, but also, like, an Olympic athlete. Like, she was just, like, ready to do whatever it took to achieve this dream. She was on Star Search at, like, age six or something with like some girl group like she was out there Girl's time. just like Britney right yeah she she's been she's been striving for this dream for since infanthood absolutely and she's reached she's reached some heights and not only that so not only was she basically destined to become a superstar but she's with Jay-Z they've been together for over 20 years which in Hollywood years is like 200 years and their net worth so Beyonce is said to have a net worth of 500 million and Jay-Z because of all of his investments in his companies has a net worth of 1 billion so bringing their combined net worth to 1.5 billion Mm. um and fun fact I hadn't realized they had bought uh they have various houses obviously all over all over and one of their houses, a mansion in Malibu, they spent over $200 million for. It's currently the most expensive home ever sold in the state of California. Wow. That's, I mean, that's a good chunk of the net worth right there on one house. 200, right. Yeah. But once it's $1.5 billion, you're never going to even dip to... You're never going to run out? I wouldn't say that, Emily. I would not say that. You can you can spend anything. Any amount can be squandered. But they're not that type. Like they they it's an asset, whatever. If they need the money, they'll fucking sell it. But like Yeah. Elon Musk a lot of Elon Musk spent forty four billion because he's lonely and hates trans people. (laughs) Yeah. Like you can (laughs) there's just there's people willing to alleviate you of your billions everywhere you look. Um, but a lot of sort of rumors, like this is like nothing compared to the rumors that we're gonna share today but like the rumors rumors is that this is just a business marriage that they haven't had sex in years and that it's just like a way to become a power couple and achieve multi-billion dollars by creating this brand of the perfect family and you know this perfect black wealth power couple image yeah and that's going that image alone is going to generate a lot of illuminati oh the illuminati is rife any rumors any nastiness you try to find out about these two you are gonna have to weed through constant illuminati (laughs) accusations details blood rituals the 25th of the month um all kinds of stuff (laughs) But, but yeah, I mean, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna ignore most of most of that, which is just harebrained. But it is important to bring up in the context of their public image. But let's take it back to the beginning. So when did they meet? <laughs> Everything about them is uh, is steeped in a little bit of controversy here. So Beyonce originally told Seventeen magazine. God, back when she used to speak to publications such as Seventeen mm-hmm. magazine, even that sentence <laughs> is something that she said originally that she met Jay-Z when she was 18, but they began dating about a year and a half later when she was 19 and he was 31. So 
to Oprah. She had said we were friends first for a year and a half before we went on any dates. We were on the phone for a year and a half, and that really set an important foundation for their friendship. However, in a 2007 interview with Charlie Rose, Jay-Z was being asked about how and when he met Beyonce, and he was being very coy and elusive about it until he said, well, he met her about 10 years ago. So doing the math from 2007... She was 16 or 17 when they met. Yeah, the the rumors are pretty, like, they abound that basically they slept together as soon as they met when she was 16 and he was 28. Um, and if you look at the pattern of his dating, it's definitely there. Like, he was with Foxy Brown, allegedly, when she was 14 and he was 27, he pursued Aaliyah in 1999 at the same time as his friend Damon Dash was dating her. At that time, she was Aaliyah was 20 and Jay-Z was 29. Um, and, you know, she was kind of a vulnerable person because she was only five years out of her, quote, marriage, illegal marriage to R. Kelly when she was 14, 15 years old. Um, and after this, Jay-Z did an album and tour with R. Kelly Oh, damn. I was going to wait to bring all this stuff up. We're just going right in. Okay. Yes, he did. He he did keep his friendship going with R. Kelly after all the allegations, and they did a joint album together. Yeah, it's it's giving me, like, um, after Drake broke up with, or after Rihanna dumped Drake, he collabs with Chris Brown. Like, someone who is a known, documented abuser to that person um, you can go from loving someone to like wanting to team up with someone who hurt them the worst in the world as some kind of fuck you. Like it's so pathetic. It's so disgusting. It's worm behavior. So yeah, I mean, when, until very, very recently, I thought that Jay-Z's collab with R. Kelly was all before he was exposed and like, and then he like deaded it once he found out the scope of, you know, the allegations against him. But no, this was after his marriage to Aaliyah. This was after plenty of exposés saying what he was up to with underage girls. And a lot of people think birds of a feather flock together. So, yeah, yeah, he has been very good friends with Diddy, R. Kelly, um, and the likes who are known for being with underage girls. Um, there being questions of allegations of substances being involved and them leveraging their power to get young artists into the industry. So Yeah, the classic casting couch mm -hmm. rumors. Yeah. But we can put a pin in those rumors for now. Yeah, I mean that's pretty yeah, that that is kind of taking the the lid off. I mean, but that that does set the tone because I think when Jay-Z and Beyonce back in 2006 and 7 were doing these interviews. People weren't quite as sleuthy and putting all these details together and doing the math. And also it just wasn't that that controversial to to be saying things like that. It was still not that far off from the time when R. Kelly and Aaliyah were collaborating on hits like Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. Yeah. And if they tell the press, yeah, we were friends since age 16 but we only started having sex when i was 19 then the press was like okay legal check mark whatever like it, it wasn't like a thing yeah. nobody cared about this 
this was normalized 100 yeah yeah this is when we still had headlines like lol jerry jerry seinfeld met his wife at the playground <laughs> yeah wilder valderama was on his t- rampage still you know like underage girls dating older guys in hollywood was it was a non-issue A-okay. okay yeah it was a completely non-issue yeah yeah but this was so moving along in the timeline so the that in october 2002 they collaborated on their first hit oh three bonnie and clyde and filmed a music video together in mexico this music video is seared into my mind i could probably play it from start to finish from memory this was the era of music i've often talked about 2002 r&b and how much it means to me but and just the part of it was the music videos at the time so i was well i would love to see you do a shot for shot recreation of the music video on tiktok please <laughs> where you play all the parts <laughs> from memory no. that would be <laughs> no. um. that's and and do it from memory like don't use any references just like <laughs> recreate it from my mind my mind palace Little cowboy hat or whatever <laughs> i mean i remember thinking like sorry go on no 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 go ahead <laughs> I remember being like, oh, three Bonnie and Clyde. I was like, why do you guys want to be Bonnie and Clyde? <laughs> like, of all the things, like to be a, a couple on the run robbing banks until you get murdered by a, a thousand machine guns. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was really weird to say that and kind of brought attention to the, the fact that she was underage and that they were, they were like doing a crime. <laughs> Oh my god, 14-year-old me was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> and me and my future grade nine boyfriend are going to be the same we're gonna be following these footsteps okay <laughs> yeah i mean bonnie and clyde were cool i, I like the berets <laughs> i just would never be like oh my god you and me are just like bonnie and clyde i just i, I don't know this, this is was, just not <laughs> this was when i mean this was when jay-z's image was also really different it, he was, he was still... a bad boy yes yes he, and he's, he... he's corrupting this like innocent christian girl yes which people loved that at the time as and also in a- rihanna's good girl gone bad which we will talk about <laughs> rihanna in this don't you worry um, <laughs> but in may 2003 they do crazy in love and at this point their relationship wasn't official but everyone was basically assuming that they were together and they didn't verbally confirm their relationship for like years. <laughs> they were just like seen together and collabed together all the time. I know. They basically got married with Yeah, and, secretly. Yeah, basically yeah, basically they did some music together. They'd be in public together, but even though that was also typical of people that collaborated, it wasn't unusual to then show up in an award show together if you just did recent collabs, mm-hmm. but they they made their way to the red carpet, their red carpet debut if you will at the MTV VMAs that's when the also the mtv vmas were that's where they would make your red carpet debut anyone who was anyone mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and then they basically fast forward and they're married so yeah no one knew that they were engaged this was in on october 4th 2008 in the very intimate secretive ceremony four four yes eight um yeah i mean yeah, they they walk the red carpet together August 2004. I believe like never really say like that's my boyfriend or anything until yeah, they get married in 08. Um she's still pretty young in 08. Right? Oh, all the calculations that I have come up with so far were things that I pre-calculated. I can't 
<laughs> I, can't, I can't be doing mental okay. math on the fly. Beyonce okay. born 1981. So I did a lot of Googling. How old was Beyonce in the year 2003? I did a lot of that. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm pl- plugging it. Okay. She was 27. So, yeah, you know, that's... it's appropriate marriage age, but it's also like he was still 12 years older. So, I mean, he, he pretty much like, I think there's an argument to be made that he was her only relationship in her life. She's essentially said that. Okay. She's, she's, yeah. she's not said that directly, but she basically implied that saying that she had relationships that weren't even really serious or long lasting in high school, but had never really because she wasn't been... in high school. She wasn't yeah. in high school. She's been on this Hollywood track for so long. Like she barely had a normal life. Yeah. She's been sure. in the industry. So this was her probably introduction. Like, I'm sure she lost her virginity to him. Like, or close to and then he's just been like this looming figure of like power and control in her whole life and there are many many sources saying he's extremely jealous and controlling like sean paul went on this radio station in jamaica and was like oh yeah jay-z was like such a dick when we collabed on baby boy and he didn't want me in the video he didn't want us interacting in the video he tried to block us performing it live like he was so threatened by me and like thinking that i might swoop her up because they were in like a bad off phase at that point um oh there were rumors that her co-star michael ely in the halo video jay-z was like furious when he saw the cut for halo and like never wanted them to speak again and didn't want it out he thought it was like gonna embarrass him to have his wife like kissing another man on the video but she was just like whatever babe like i'm just a good actress like you don't you know don't step on my career and like was able to like kind of get out of those things but Maybe my real husband has a face for radio, so we got to cast someone else. Who's to say? Of course. You cannot cast Jay-Z in the song Halo. (laughs) The man does not look like he has like an inner Halo. cherub? Yeah. He's just not a good looking man. And like, you know, that's putting it mildly. Everyone's everyone's always said that and I never saw it because of how much I just loved him from a young age. But I think... I think this deep dive cooled me off a little bit. <laughs> cooled off your red hot lust for Jay-Z. <laughs> I don't know. For a long time, he was the, also the best concert I'd ever been to. Like, still in my top. Oh, wait, album. did you have a thing for him? I didn't. Well, wasn't, like, particularly in love with him, but I I loved him. I wasn't sure. Him. Sure. It's not like I'm, like, so critical of, of people's looks if I'm a fan of them, but, like, he he became a you know a video star with really a, a face only a mother could love. Like, Look, I think I think in high school anyone who I loved their music, I also then loved their face, which is why I wanted to be married to Tom York. You know, it, at that time. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, another absolute <laughs> fucking two out of ten. Um, but yeah, it, it it doesn't hold you back if you're a man. You can be oh, ugly. No. It's fine, but it's not fine for me to have an ugly day. <laughs> then everyone's got something to say. <laughs> um, but enough comparing myself to Jay-Z. I, what is, I, I really wanted to say something just now about Tom York, but it's gone. Um, that he's a little impish man <laughs> and that he might not one day be mine. That's okay. I wouldn't say that. I think you've got a really good shot there. <laughs> 
I don't know. I think there's there's a lot. Oh, of I was I, I was gonna actually talk about the times that Beyonce has written into her music how ugly Jay Z is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like recently, it must be the cash because it ain't your face. And then repeating that like a hundred times, like damn, like I'm I'm like pretty like I wouldn't I don't mind getting roasted in lyrics if my husband was an artist I wouldn't care to hear like you can write about fights about whatever but damn say my face is ugly (laughs) that is crazy I know I loved the renaissance album but even more than that I just love this phase of life that she's in where she's so messy like saying that line over and over and then in concert like pointing to one woman and staring into her soul and saying she ain't no diva (laughs) yeah it is it's funny I send my Um, love and prayers to that woman every day (laughs) she still probably hasn't recovered and like what's the song where she's like um I think it's on hold up where she's like all all the girls like they used to hide from you lie to you and nobody would get with you if you weren't famous but like but I would (laughs) which again is not true so it's like really a double dig uh yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like she would not be with him if you worked at the gas station come she on calls- Beyonce. yeah yeah she calls him ugly in her lyrics as much as <laughs> taylor swift used to call joe alwyn poor all the time in her lyrics <laughs> yeah. um, <sighs> they just i guess when, when you're that powerful you don't worry about things like that and you can just i'm sure okay if he's so like controlling and jealous i'm sure he's bothered by that on some level he must be I mean I don't know how he like maybe she has like over time kind of gained control over him and gained more of an upper hand because obviously she's extremely powerful now especially in pop culture um but I was like you know lemonade was a lot to take in it was very shocking but you know what he even addressed it that's how much this his looks became an issue because on 444 he said there's no such thing as an ugly billionaire in one of the lyrics so even he had to address it that would really uh that would hurt when your ugliness is debated so much that your spouse and you have to make statements through your music about it yes right but like ugliness aside like it's more like in lemonade you know her her pouring out all the messy details of um cheating a public split being with someone who is uh absent and cold and like not there for you and then trying to like rebuild something after like the ultimate betrayal and like year years of lying it seems like years of him having like perfume on his neck when he comes home and stuff like it's just I I couldn't imagine dealing with that being out there but then I was like almost wanted to give him credit for supporting him supporting her through that oh yeah showing his sorry face in the music videos of it he did show yeah he did show one sorry face in um was it sandcastles or something yeah it was in sandcastles but let's let, let we're, we'll talk a little more about lemonade but i want to take us back to the year 2011 in the timeline and beyonce did a vma performance that is also in my top three vma performances mm-hmm. absolutely of love on top where she did her pregnancy reveal Mm -hmm. incredible i have chills just thinking about it and that song is so fucking hard to sing and requires like so much lung power and just stamina and she slayed it with this big old belly that she then rips open her jacket and reveals at the end 
I know. I just saw an interview with the producer of Love on Top and was talking about how Beyonce, he thought Beyonce was just messing around in the studio and was like, well, she'll never be able to recreate this live. So obviously we're not going to keep it in. She's like, no, keep going higher. Like, let's keep Mm -hmm. keep going. It's like, we we can't. It's never been done. It yeah. can't be done. Yeah. Like, she basically put them into a vortex with that song. But yeah, they did a pregnancy reveal of soon-to-be Blue Ivy. And in 2013, in her documentary, she also revealed that two years before that, she had suffered a miscarriage. So, and that was one of the first real vulnerable moments we got from her was in her life is but a dream documentary and I say vulnerable because she's always controlled the narrative like no Mm -hmm. other um but she has also yeah let us in in a very visceral way but Blue Ivy Carter was born on January 7th 2012 in New York and they shared their first pictures of her on Tumblr which was the mode of communication at the time I guess um welcoming her into the world and god speaking of live performances does anyone else you or anyone listening watch the footage of Blue Ivy performing at the Renaissance tour and just cry I don't it moves me so much no I don't feel anything when I see a Nepo baby succeed (laughs) Okay. gives me nothing it gives me absolutely nothing inside okay, well, it's like just the echo of an empty garbage can in my heart <laughs> okay <laughs> well if anyone else does not have the same cold dead heart watch <laughs> look up footage of blue ivy her first and then last performance and how much she's improved and gotten more confident and also when she looks shocked at the signs with her name so cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure she's a sweet girl and she clearly has her mom's work ethic and like I think I heard like Beyonce like tried to shield her from like criticism of her like first performance, but she just she said that when Blue heard it, she like never felt sad. She's just like, "Okay, I need to work harder." And then like tripled up her like rehearsal schedule or whatever. Like she's clearly, you know, takes after her mom, which is really good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know it's going to be a crazy scene when Blue Ivy and the twins are all of age to see what they do with their lives because it seems like it's going to be pretty public. Yeah, a lot of pressure on their shoulders. I mean, you can't do nothing. I mean, you very much can, but they're not. Right, but I don't. Yeah, I don't think they think they can do nothing. I don't think that their parents are those kind of people that would allow that. Yeah, like, is Mason Disick going to be doing something with his life? Probably not. No, but their parents are people who would allow that. Like... Yeah, true. True. <laughs> I don't true. know. True. Although, I wonder we'll about that. Because even if you have an incredible work ethic, how much can you be like, all right, you know, you have to use your allowance if you want to buy <laughs> whatever. Like, how, how much of a normal life or hard work could you instill into your kids when you're a billionaire? I mean, they can see you working hard. Like, clearly they work hard. I mean, Kim Kardashian works hard. Like, or she she works. (laughs) I don't know about hard, but she fucking works. (laughs) She gets off her ass and works. It's Yeah, she she shows up to different events and et cetera. Um, It takes her two hours to do glam every day. 
that's yeah work yeah yeah and it's it's just <laughs> I mean I I feel like Beyonce had such strict parents and such a strict upbringing of like excellence was demanded like I'm sure she cares what kind of grades the kids get, how much they're learning. Do they learn languages? Do they do their dance lessons? Like, I'm sure she's not like a whatever happens, happens kind of parent. True. And you, you do mimic your parents in a lot of ways. Well, how could you, if you, if Beyonce was your mom, like, how could you not like literally see her as the God of your life and want to be as much like her as you humanly could? Yeah, when like your introduction to the world was on the VMA stage. <laughs> yes, and and just like the most beautiful, talented woman in the world is your mom. Like yeah. you're like, yeah. yeah, you just have to react to that. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> um, but yeah, so back to the timeline. In December 2013, Beyonce released her self-titled album. She changed the music industry with this because it was the first time an artist dropped. Uh, an album on a different day of the week. This was dropped on a Friday. Before that, albums were dropped on Tuesday. Um, it was also unannounced, which was unheard of at the time. People were used to doing months of press. And also a full visual album, which I don't think we really got from a mainstream artist until then. Yeah. Yeah, she had videos for every song. Damn. I know. I actually remember talking to you about that because it was the night before it came out and I was like I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight Beyonce said she has a big announcement tomorrow and you were like oh wow <laughs> you're really invested <laughs> but I am invested uh we've we were we were invested it was still one of my favorite albums of all time but that was some great high highs and but a few short months later, we had some low lows on May, May of 2014. I want to take you guys to the Met Gala. The theme was Charles James Beyond Fashion. And what went down that night was the elevator fight heard around the world. There was footage that came out of Jay-Z Beyonce and her sister Solange in an elevator. Notorious Solange physically attacked Jay-Z and there is an infamous photo of them walking out of that event where Jay-Z is holding his face. Solange has a sort of disgruntled look on her face and Beyonce has a teensy tiny, tiny little smile that she's trying to conceal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that footage, I mean, we never really found out who leaked it or like that seems kind of out of control that someone would, work for the Met and or the building and le leak this extremely sensitive footage almost immediately. So those were the good old days of gossip when shit would just fucking leak. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, I mean, she Solange punches him in the face. Amazing. It, 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 it shocking. And, um, yeah, she, she looks furious coming out of that elevator. So, and then in the footage, Beyonce is just still as a statue. Like, you, there's two bodyguards I think in there with them at least one and like Solange is like screaming at Jay-Z hitting him yelling at him and Beyonce is just like in the corner just standing staring straight ahead <laughs> like she's just like deal with it <laughs> whatever is happening like take is it. between take you the, take the punches <laughs> yeah and, to, and clearly like you know not trying to stop her sister being like 
no, no, stop. He doesn't deserve it. You're crazy. You're drunk. Like there's nothing, no energy like that going on. She's just like, yeah, beat him down. <laughs> like I can't do it. So thank you for doing it kind of energy. Yeah, absolutely. And they put out a statement that basically said like, we're fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's a, it's a family issue. They were seen together, all three of them shortly thereafter as a, you know, publicity PR, like stamp of approval. Like, can everyone just move on? There, Beyonce had like a line about it in one of her songs like when there's a billion dollars on the elevator like things go down <laughs> it's like, okay I don't know I don't think this was about like business dealings or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I think we can all surmise what it was about and this did kick off years and years of rumors of mm-hmm. fidelity of a split they shortly after only a few months after this kicked off their tour together on the run tour um that had 21 dates but everyone was speculating about what was going on with their relationship and so this is still 2014 so a couple months later Solange gets married and they're all seen at the wedding Jay-Z Beyonce and Blue Ivy but then a few weeks after that Beyonce releases the song Ring Off which was about quote-unquote the end of her parents marriage but it really did fuel rumors about a possibility of her marriage ending with Jay-Z and I think that's what it was about if you read the lyrics of it it's very specific (laughs) about Mm -hmm. taking a ring off and yeah it could be about anyone but at the same time they really are keeping up appearances they attend the Met Gala all three of them the next year in 2015 Mm-hmm. They're, they're showing a bold face and a united front. United front. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they definitely did everything they could to squash that conversation, even though it's unsquashable and remains one of the most like discussed and wondered about things that's ever happened in pop culture. Like, fuck, why don't we have the audio? <laughs> you know, like, I so, wish we could hear what they were fighting about. Well, I think we could imagine what they were fighting about since... Well, we can imagine. I mean, there was lots of potential stories. There was like, oh, Jay-Z kissed his mistress that night or like something was discovered, like footage, like, you know, we don't know what exactly was the inciting incident. True. We don't know exactly, but we we don't even know that it's, oh, it's cheating. But we're assuming because what else is really going to get the reaction of the face punch? Yeah. And the stillness and essentially solidarity from Beyonce (laughs) in solidarity (laughs) yeah she's like they're like yeah 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 well I mean the the Carters would have us believe this was some sort of (laughs) high-powered businessman fight (laughs) yeah we we're we're not to know although we are led in to uh, troubling times April 2016 Beyonce again changes the music industry, releasing Lemonade. And it's another Now visual- that is something I remember like it was yesterday. That okay. literally shook the world mm-hmm. because it was so good. I mean, it was 8,000 times better than the self titled album that was a visual album. This was like, uh, this was culture changing. This was like yeah. the best thing that had ever happened with no leaks, no promo, not, not a word that this was coming. Mm -hmm. earth shattering 
Yeah, and she she released it on April 23rd, and then they began their tour April 27th, so a week later, and everyone's like, so what's the deal then in this case with your marriage? But she dedicates her song Halo to her, quote, beautiful husband, to bring it full circle back to Jay-Z and Halo. And this was something that really confused me in the public discourse was because everyone was like, well, how are you guys still together? And I'm like, did you guys listen to the full album? It's a yeah. story of infidelity and then forgiveness, forgiveness and healing and then choosing yes. each other at the end of it. Like, Yes, but Emily, like it was, I mean, they had to wait for people to take in this whole piece of work. Like first you're taken through the videos of like complete rage and betrayal and like spiritual betrayal. And then, yeah, you get, like, a few songs of, of reconciliation, which definitely don't hit as hard as <laughs> the angry ones, in my opinion. And Sorry and, is a music video of her just smashing shit. Yes, yeah, like, it, it's just, um, it just didn't, I mean, she spilled everything. It was like, I think a lot of people were like, I see that you've forgiven him, but you shouldn't. <laughs> like. Right. This could this would have been a great chance for you to get away from this man. Like, he's a bad guy for for doing this to you. Yeah, I guess I. It's not that I expected everyone to just move on from this information. Now being it was out shocking. There. It, it was, was shocking to drop it all at once. Nobody, nobody was talking about Jay Z cheating on Beyonce with a long term affair, breaking her heart. That was not a story that was in the public at all. So, it was extremely shocking to hear her talking about this in that way and like all the poems and everything in it it was just like wow she you she was brokenhearted yeah yeah it wasn't just like oh my husband's famous and sometimes he has some stuff on the side this was like she broke their family i know when when i first heard it and and she's said the line at the beginning about how he's the he's the father of her children both living and dead i was like like i like dropped my drink i was like that you are full on this is like a generational curse that you're putting upon this man it was debt well it was definitely talking about generational trauma and yes uh like it it dove into all of it. it was just so personal and exposing for both of them and like really like nothing else ever i had ever seen before or since like you know, uh, just it's amazing true. it's true she she really yeah she even unpacked the cyclical nature of what jay-z had done with her dad and the way she'd grown up seeing him on daddy lessons that was mm-hmm. shocking yeah there is always a reason why people choose and stay with someone who would betray them like that yes yes exactly like drawing the comparisons directly between him and her dad the sneaking around the secrets the other lives um people who maybe had a traumatic like saying that jay-z had such a traumatic life that he's like unable to what was it it was like why don't you let yourself experience heaven or something like that like you're so broken that you can't even have love without ruining it and um just very very compassionate take on jay-z as a person and his actions his betrayal like she's just so she has so much grace for him at times and like it was a lot to swallow at once it was a lot you're you you take the whole roller coaster journey in one day and then you're left to like cope with all the questions that you have about them as a couple and what they've shared 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was someone <laughs> called out specifically Becky with the good hair, which we will will now dive onto a little a little offshoot, a little segment of who all the women in speculation <laughs> of who was Becky with the good hair. Because um right right after this short break. Right after this short break. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Okay, so these are the figures who were speculated to be Becky with the good hair, where there's something to substantiate it. Obviously, we still don't know who Becky is, but most people thought it was Rachel Roy, who was a Rockwear employee, because in the wake of Lemonade, she posted a photo of herself on Instagram and captioned it, good hair, don't care, but we will take good lighting for selfies or self-truths always live in the light. Now, talk about the stupidest thing you could possibly do. Like, why the hell would she post that? Basically self-claiming the role of Becky and then saying something, something stand in the light. Stand in the light of what? Being being a mistress? Like you're gonna need the light because you're maybe going to not live after this post. Good luck. Like your life is over now. Why would you ever put yourself forward as someone who could potentially be the person who did this to Beyonce. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know what, what, I don't know what possessed her to do that. Um, the hate against her was so bad that Rachel Ray was catching strays. <laughs> she, Rachel Ray, the middle-aged uh, cooking host had to go online for her 30 minute meals. <laughs> I had to go online and be like, please stop threatening my family's lives. I am. I did not sleep with Jay Z. <laughs> like this was so serious. Like I believe Rachel Roy like left her job, moved, like had to do all this stuff, all because of her dumbass posting this selfie. <laughs> Even if you're the world's biggest cloud chaser and you feed off of negative attention, this is not it. Dumbest thing she ever did in her life was post that picture. Yes, I mean. I, I think there's like a she either wanted people to think she's Becky with the good hair or she is like who else I don't think the other options are nearly as compelling yeah I don't know if this was and she, done she, in her right mind or if this was like she an ambient has the best hair of the, all the other potential mistresses <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And like, proximity to Jay-Z. So mm. yes. So that, yeah, that was a choice that she made that she probably regrets every day of her life. But <laughs> something, someone else who was suspected, and I do believe this was just a coincidence, was a few days before uh, Lemonade was released, Rita Ora posted a Snapchat photo which where she had a bra that had lemons on it. And she had a necklace that people thought had, was a, in the letter, had the letter J. And she said, guys, this is just a coincidence, okay? The, the necklace had an R for Rita, and I was just wearing a lemonade, lemon bra, but I didn't even it know was, what lemonade. No, no. And it was at the time when those bras that just had a little embroidered um, fruit that covered your nipples were very much in. There was ones of all fruits. So unfortunately for her, she picked lemons. <laughs> Yeah, but hers was a few days before the release of Lemonade. Yeah, it was before. Yeah, no, I don't think, I do not think it was Rita Ora <laughs> as much as, like, no. she would if she was asked, if she was called upon. <laughs> I don't think it was her. But there is, yeah, there is some Rita Ora scandal involving Jay-Z, which I'll get to in a little bit. But back to Becky, there was speculation that it was Gwyneth Paltrow. This was brought forth by Amber Rose <laughs> stirring the pot on the, spidey, on the Spidey podcast of all things, <laughs> throwing out her theories. She said they were friends and then you don't see Gwyneth Paltrow with Beyonce anymore. It just seems like she was the one that was fucking Jay-Z and now Gwyneth lost her husband, but like Beyonce is still with Jay. So funny. And like, this <laughs> torrid affair between Gwyneth and Jay-Z. They did, talk, they, did, they did talk a lot about their friendship. I remember Gwen Paltrow talking a lot about their friendship. And then this Amber Rose said this in 2018. And then Jay-Z and Beyonce were absent from Gwyneth Paltrow's engagement party and her 2018 wedding. But Oh what? my lord. Does everyone you go to a fucking concert with have to be at your wedding? And like, I'm sure they just realized that Gwyneth Paltrow's whack at some point. <laughs> Didn't want to hang out with her anymore. Like... This was, I also think a huge part in their downfall was the N-word incident. With Gwyneth Do you Paltrow? Remember when, when, yeah, when Gwyneth Paltrow yes, posted. Yes, Okay, yes. okay. I think that was right around the same time. Like, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think they were probably like, this is cringe. Like, white lady is actually one bridge too far for us. Yes. Well, I remember at one point Gwyneth saying that her kids called Jay-Z Uncle Jay. So. Oh, my God. What? Oh, okay. Well, Kim Kardashian called oj uncle oj so like you don't have to tell everyone what you asked your kids to who you asked your kids to call uncle keep it to your fucking self well i mean bad example because he's maybe the father of one of her siblings <laughs> who's to say who's to say but that's a story Wait. for another day chloe <laughs> chloe maybe oh, god no she she did her dna test on the oh, season of kardashian okay, sure. and she's half middle eastern sure so what do you mean sure you don't believe the the DNA testing company is reputable? <laughs> you don't believe anything you see. Something on Keeping Up with the Kardashians could not be real. I don't know. It's, it's not either... called Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Emily. Grow or whatever up. Whatever fucking Kardashians on Hulu. It all I know for sure is that it Chloe's dad is either OJ or Chris's old hairdresser. That's <laughs> what I know for sure. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not true. She's she is Robert's child and she looks like Robert kardashian sure. she does it's a fact i need to clear my girl chris's name once and for all <laughs> chris might have been sleeping 
uh, around town and you know d- did the rounds but she did do in that this way she's honest okay but that's not <laughs> that's that's not what we're here to discuss today so those were the potential beckys we will never know but this did also unearth past allegations to cheating uh from within the time that jay-z had been dating beyonce so this was all the way back in 2014 there was a musician who released um musician live who released the track sorry mrs carter and it was all about jay-z pursuing her while she was with while he was with beyonce who's to say um she's cleared it up that he just gave her her phone number and she didn't follow up on it bold bold words <laughs> um, there's also a lot of rumors about rihanna because they rumors go back to 2005 when there was speculation about things being on the rocks with beyonce and jay-z and at the time rihanna was signed to jay-z's label she was basically discovered by them and there had been this rumor about her and jay-z hooking up now in 2020 plot twist her former publicist made a public statement apologizing and revealing that he had made the whole thing up so this is jonathan hayes he said the pr stunt that i did was out of desperation to help upon the replay it was reckless and I didn't think it was going to work. I was just throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what would stick. You know what that's giving to me? It's the phone call between James and Logan on season six of Vanderpump Rules where James is like, tell me that you made it all up. <laughs> Logan's like, I did. I made it up because I was jealous. We we never slept together. I, I'm just a jealous bitch. <laughs> I know. I know because I could very much see a publicist making things up to promote their client but i could also see a publicist being like ah taking the hit being like yeah it was me it was all me yeah if someone was like oh i'll give you x amount of dollars just say you made it up we want this rumor to go away once and for all um yeah i mean i, I do i think beyonce or jay-z slept with a lot of up-and-coming artists on his label yeah of course of mm-hmm. course look mm-hmm. who he fucking was hanging out with you think he was just like, not for me, guys. Gotta go home to my wife and be the respect. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they say you're the some of the five people you spend the most time with. And he's spending the most time at various points with Beyonce, who's an angel, but then also R. Kelly, who is not. So And P. Diddy. And P. Diddy. And, and yeah. Um, that, that Motley crew. So back to the timeline this is now 2016 still there's obviously still rumors about them separating so beyonce is trying to silence them and giving shout outs to jay-z during her formation tour but she does attend the met gala solo a week after the release of lemonade wearing what appeared to be the teeth of becky it was a beige latex dress with what looked like little oh. blood, little bloody teeth i thought it looked like pimples oh i i thought it was meant to be human teeth oh well either way it was a, quite a grotesque look yeah and showing up solo i was like okay <laughs> love mm-hmm. love this album promo and yeah they but 
you know, at the same time, she's bringing Jay-Z out for the final show of her formation tour. And for Halloween, they're wearing Barbie and Ken couples costumes and, you know, basically saying it's all good. And they even released a music video for All Night, which is uh, the, the song of them truly coming together and being in their bliss after all the scandal. And it had unseen footage from their wedding. So mm-hmm. do it that way you will. And then... A few months after that, February 2017, they announced that they were expecting twins in a sort of Virgin Mary nativity scene type Instagram post. Also some underwater posts of her with her pregnant belly. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was to put to rest all the rumors about her faking her first pregnancy. Oh my god, I completely forgot about those. They were so intense that that's why, I don't know, maybe she just wanted to sh- do a lot of pregnancy shoots and put it out there but i did think that it was somewhat fueled by those rumors right yeah they were so pervasive for her first pregnancy i know yeah that and she said that was like one of the few rumors that really like hurt her and crossed the line yeah yeah so i don't know but they welcomed the twins in june 7 june 2017th all within this same couple months, Jay-Z releases his 13th solo studio album, 444, where he addresses his infidelity. So, you know, he says things about how he apologizes and he would die of shame if his children knew. Well, his children well, will know. They will. <laughs> they certainly will. So I'll be, yeah, I'll be waiting for you to die of shame then. Yep. And, but they're, they're, they're cozying up, they're nesting and they're, cozy new little 88 million dollar beller mansion that they bought in august of that year and you know they're doing cute couple goal things like jay-z making the crowd sing happy birthday to beyonce on stage uh just before she turned 36 i did i i'm sorry i did really enjoy that and yeah they they may they're making public appearances together and then Jay-Z keeps doing press for his album, which I don't think did very well, but he he really, he got into it with the New York Times where he talked more about infidelity and repairing their relationship and, yeah, talked about basically how he had to heal his own trauma from his past. And he said that listening to albums like Lemonade was very, very uncomfortable, but he said we were using our art almost like a therapy session. Hopefully they were also in therapy. Yeah, one would hope. Or maybe they're just, you know, one of those artists who are like, the music is the therapy that I need. Yeah, I mean, I get that it, it would also be really hard to trust that nothing would leak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Then a couple months after that, Beyonce performs her Coachella set, which is something that I watch anytime I'm down and certainly every winter because it's really the one of the only things that truly brightens my day no matter what kind of day I'm having mm-hmm. um it almost overwhelms me to the point that I can't watch it but I must yeah it's too good almost it's like she she can reach these levels of performance that are just not human like it's just way more than anyone else can accomplish and it's hard to even take it in sometimes. 
I know I've shown so many people who've never seen it like they're showing it to them for the first time and I just did that recently actually with a friend we were both like tearing up just being like how is this how are we alive at the same time as this happening and what what's the what's it called on Netflix it's homecoming homecoming yeah okay yeah y'all should watch it today yes go watch it or anytime you're sad or just anytime it's evergreen but so they then uh, in oh sorry then this is all like within the same calendar year of her having twins which is unreal nine months after having twins I mean she talks about the extremes she went to restricting herself and starving herself to get into those costumes in the documentary and it was like the realist part but also it it hit a lot of people really hard like damn Beyonce feels she needs to do this like eating nothing but like the juice of a pear for like days and days or whatever like it was just it was really hard to take in and I think that does kind of lead some lend some credence to the theories that Jay-Z can be like a bit of a controlling asshole and I'm sure she puts a lot of the pressure on herself but I've heard rumors that he like controls every bite of food that goes into her mouth everything she does everything she says everywhere she goes I don't know yeah but I I don't know about that but I do know that it's really tricky with diet stuff because we know that most of these stars are not eating in order to look the way that they do and if they say what they're actually doing they get in trouble for it but then if they lie and they're like you know Bella Hadid like I eat pizza every day then it's annoying and yeah no I'm, I'm not I'm not suggesting that anyone even really criticized her for being honest with that I think it was just it, it made a lot of people feel bad for her give compassion for her like she's working herself almost to death on no calories to just to be what like a size six on the like, screen like do we need Beyonce to be a size six after she just gave birth to twins I thought it was sort of a larger cultural conversation about the control that women are under and what we still need people to do and push themselves almost to the point of like going too far. And yeah, yeah, it was just really raw. Yeah, very much so. Um, And so that's in April. And then two months later, they announce their second tour together on the run too. And they show footage of a vow renewal ceremony in this footage which was apparently they did a vow renewal and it was not the kiss of death as it is with bravo couples they also release a joint album together everything is love and it's it's by the carters this didn't really make this much of a splash yeah it's like 444 <laughs> it's, it's kind of the albums that no one really asked for i think a song or two at the end of lemonade was about all the gushy love songs that we needed from them at this point but they they kept they kept their team ship they kept their coupleness they kept what am i trying to say they kept their brand yeah they they <laughs> you're having like a full shutdown having a full shutdown <laughs> I'm just powering down for a second rebooting. I can't I can't hold this little um headphone 
vampire any longer. I'm adrift without my mic, guys. My mic didn't work today, and I don't know what to do with myself. I feel, I feel naked. You know, let and it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. It's yeah. It's fine. It's fine without the sweater. You're okay. Thank you. I think it's fine. My hand was cramping. It was, it was overwhelming me. <laughs> but we suffer for the cause. Anyhow, they they teamed up to um do a campaign for tiffany and co they got in trouble because the ad was featuring paintings by basquiat and it was privately owned by tiffany which basquiat that's kind of the antithesis to what he was about wanting his work to be publicly accessible but i mean that's kind of what you would expect from you know some middle-aged billionaires hmm no comment. <laughs> is that like I'm not even using middle age yeah, in a pejorative sense. I'm just, we're middle aged in the same way. We're there was yeah, I mean there was there was art world controversy over their inclusion of like, Basquiat paintings. Like, okay. <laughs> cool story, bro. Okay. Got I it. love I love and respect art and art history. <laughs> just that's my public statement. I stand in support of art. Uh, okay, well, great. <laughs> so, 2022, she releases Renaissance. And, again, takes the world by storm. But she, yeah, she, as we mentioned, she rips on Jay-Z. Talking about how, you know, no one's perfect, but I'll let you be. And I'll, you know, we'll let, let things fall as they will. Um, but... Yeah, that's that's pretty much to the present day. So they're still going strong. And Jay-Z, Jay-Z has had a lot of rumors that have come up in the context of all the news that's come out about Diddy. Yeah, he got dragged along with that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's so much overlap because they were such good friends and because... There were so many accusations made of Diddy that really seemed to have a lot of parallels to the way that Jay-Z's early career played out. So as you mentioned at the beginning of the show, Foxy Brown, there were rumors that he was allegedly with her when she was 15 and he was 27. And there was pressure there for her to date him in exchange for a career. This was actually brought up by Nick Cannon, who... Mm-hmm. He was he was asking Damon Dash about this and saying like wasn't she 16 and like watching this interview is wild because damon like basically blows up and he's like why are you asking me this this is a question for jay-z okay like don't ask me this and damon dash was infamously a business partner of jay-z they had a falling out and he um damon mentioned that part of the reason for him falling out was that he wanted to support Aaliyah and didn't want to support R. Kelly, but Jay-Z kept that support going and, you know, as we said, made a joint album with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a there was a huge falling out between Damon Dash and Jay-Z and Rock Aware and Rockefeller and all that going on in the late nineties and yeah. Very mm-hmm. dramatic. Mm-hmm. And uh, to the to the point of him allegedly being controlling there's a lot that came out 
about the case of Rita Ora. So she was signed to Rock Nation for 10 years. And during that time, she only produced one album. So she sued them. They sued her back. They got into a lengthy legal battle where they were essentially saying, she was essentially saying that they didn't support her career properly. And they were saying that she didn't pull her weight. But she also alleged that Jay-Z really tried to control every part of her life. From the songs she sang to what she wore, where she lived, everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I'm just looking at who else he was rumored to have dated. A young Blue Cantrell, Rosario Dawson when she was 21. Um, I don't know who Charlie Baltimore is or how old she was, but like there's just such a recorded pattern mm-hmm. and and foxy brown even made a statement about this like yeah when she's had to make multiple statements and about about it and it's because she's been hounded by it and jay-z even brought her up on um on a, a song picasso baby in 2013 where he denied sleeping with her and she I whether anything happened or not, her statements. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like her statements are like, please leave me alone and like stop bringing this up and ruining my career. Essentially. Hmm. Like, yeah. Not, yeah. I'm not. Unsub- I'm saying like her statements that that seems to be the underlying like, please let me just live my life and have a normal career. Well, she said, I was shocked that he wrote that line. We talked about that. We have a history that supersedes music. I think he began to feel the pressure because people were saying my age, 14. And after a while, it gets to a person. It does affect people. The fact that he felt the need to say something, that means it struck a nerve. And at some point, I was just like, enough. Yeah, I get it. But I I just hate that people get away with this. (laughs) If a grown man sleeps with a 14-year-old girl, I want there to be severe consequences yeah and all that never is and all that is alleged which is something that i'm that i'm saying for the purposes of yeah we're gonna get public statements some more wild rumors and like yeah i mean of course we don't know for sure and some of it could be lies and fabrications and the ramblings of people who've lost their minds so huge alleged sticker on all of this what you got what do i got i mean i saw you had a you have you want to get into yours first i i i got into it i'm i've gotten where we haven't talked about uncle ron well (laughs) that's what yeah okay i'm like (laughs) i'm backpedaling i'm panicking here (laughs) okay well listen we've already brought up the illuminati rumors and Maybe just to make you comfortable, I'll start with the the most outrageous things I came across when researching this episode. Go, so do it. <clears throat> um, so I've talked about her before. I'm obsessed with Jaguar Wright. She was a '90s R&B singer who gives these incredibly piping hot, too hot for TV interviews where she spills tea. And many people say she's unwell, um, possibly suffering with schizophrenia. Um, so that's in play here but she alleges that jay-z had something to do with several murders that have happened over the years <laughs> including um big l who was um, a huge rival for him in the music industry when he started um and 
Aaliyah recently had a biography written about her where they were sort of reinvestigating what happened with her death. And they did find some disturbing details like witnesses at the scene said that she was asleep when she was carried into the um, plane because she had been refusing to go on it because she knew it was unsafe and it was very known that it was overloaded and unsafe and she was like I'm not going on there um I have a headache I'm just gonna lie down in the back of the van while we wait for another plane a bigger plane to come and I and her team gave her something for her headache which made her fall asleep and then they loaded her body unconscious onto the plane um and some people say her death was suspicious suspicious timing like she had had a lot of bad headlines with R. Kelly, Jay-Z, Damon Dash, all that stuff was going on around the same time. And then shortly thereafter, Beyonce's solo career took off and maybe she got some of the like money or investment that would have gone to Aaliyah, who was by far the bigger star at the time and was sort of destined to be the princess of R&B. Um, well, she already was, but she was just starting off her career and was new. So there's like rumors and insinuations about that. Some people say this was an Illuminati sacrifice. Some people okay. say this was... Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm not saying that I'm not saying that I know and I don't believe that um but you know there's just it's suspicious it's a very suspicious tragic death and circumstances and I think people have the right to look into it that's all I don't know um do you remember when Kanye during one of his episodes was on stage are we just is this whole last are is some people just sorry but untreated schizophrenic and bipolar folks well and Should we not listen to, to people with under like, like maybe they've got some truth in there? You never know. No, this is just a stop off on the way to more rumors. But yeah, Kanye was like, this is not, I'm scared of speaking. I'm not out discounting again. bipolar folks. I'm saying when they're in mania, un unmedicated mania, do we take everything they say at face value? Kanye no. said a lot of things. Of course I don't take what Kanye says at face value. But when he was like, I'm scared of Jay-Z, he's got killers and maybe they'll come after me. I I thought there was a grain of truth in that. I'm just saying. I'm sure he knows some people. Um, okay, Emily's also, not on board with any of this. She doesn't co-sign with any of this. So no, this is just I, I'm putting as much weight into also when he talked about wanting to invest into bees that would go after his enemies. <laughs> bees. Yeah. Have you not seen the clip? That's a good of- interview. Of yeah. What is wrong with you? That was the one time Joe Rogan did slay. <laughs> oh my gosh I know it's crazy but like it's just such crazy stuff goes on that sometimes I'm like you know what I don't know but there was so anyway so this this woman Jaguar Ray who may be unwell maybe not I don't know she says that Jay-Z keeps Beyonce high on prescription drugs at home so that he can more easily control her and that he is the reason she doesn't do interviews and he's even rapped on 444 that he used to fear deeply that she would embarrass him and that he silences her so maybe some of that's true maybe some of maybe it's all lies i don't know um but what i have seen a lot of people talk about for a long time is that when like you were talking about when rihanna was signed to jay-z's label and she was brought up at the same time as tiara marie they were both signed at the same time they were both 15 16 and the label thought that tiara marie would be the bigger star but allegedly she was having an affair with Jay-Z and 
she disappeared after her second single, even though they had invested a lot of money in her and development um, because of drama with, with Beyonce and Jay-Z. And yeah, so these are just some wild rumors. And, um, you know, it's all fake and made up. But one thing that is real is that Jay-Z has not denounced R. Kelly. He has not denounced P. Diddy. He has not separated himself from them other than not hanging out with them as much. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yep. they don't speak on these things. No. No, they don't. And yeah, that's always one of the most incriminating things with these male celebrities is just looking at the company they keep. Like in the, it just makes me think of the Johnny Depp case where it's like, well, his best friends are Marilyn Manson and who else, you know, like that's, that's his party, party buddy. So mm-hmm. do with that what exactly. you will. And they, yeah, exactly. Their parties involved like Holocaust memorabilia and like yeah. blood play and knives and drugs and stuff and like the darkest things you could imagine. So it's like, that's real, but like, then you you have to draw the line before you sound too crazy. Yeah, but <laughs> what but, they could be capable of. But and and as much as I'm and as much as I'm shutting down, you know, a lot of this going off with the Illuminati fair, stuff. It's like very fair. But it, but but a lot of the stuff that's come out about Diddy that does seem very credible also sounds like the stuff of Illuminati like, rituals. Yes, yes, it sounds like of that nature because it's so serious and bleak and has gone unchecked. Yeah, it is so extreme. It's it, it involves human trafficking, pimping people out to have like trains run on them, drugs, constantly keeping Cassie drugged um, to control her. Like all of that was proven. So yeah, and like footage of just him talking about Justin Bieber and how they're gonna spend forty eight hours like unsupervised and gonna yeah, and do, he's like, gonna I'm- do things that any adult men would dream of when Justin Bieber was thirteen. Yeah. And he was like, now it won't be as like as much as I could do because I used to have custody of Usher. Like I was his legal guardian. And unfortunately, like I'm not your legal guardian, but like and Usher was like, yeah, I saw a lot of things, a lot of things that really warped me and changed me and shocked me when I was 14, 15 years old living in that house, like forced into group sex scenarios and like someone suing uh, P. Diddy for making like, you know, grooming them and making them watch gay porn and Uh saying he's gonna do stuff like this is all like very very sick dark stuff that the devil would do if the devil was real which he's not (laughs) yeah well i mean yeah so there is there there is that that's out there on the one hand and then there's the simultaneous reality that people see rich black folks and they're like there has to be a, a reason uh you know the real reason of how they got that wealth they can't just have worked for it that's also very true. You can never discount racism and the power of racism. Well, and and just because that seeps into so many conspiracy theories, but then a lot of truth is wilder than fiction. So there's different truths happening at once. Yeah. I mean, I nothing comes back on Beyonce in any of this. No. Like, none, there are no rumors out there in the world, and we have plunged the depths that are remotely credible that yeah. are showing her as anything other than a person who who's a good person tries to be do the rest like yeah and and that's why i brought up britney spears because for someone who's been at that level of fame and has been famous from such a young age 
I wouldn't hold it against them if there were some rumors of them being rude or whatever when they were younger. Yeah, or having what fits, diva yes, moments, flipping what, a table, storming out. Like, it would not be so crazy, but no, just don't hear it. But you don't, yeah, you never, you never do. And that's because I think they just seem like there's just something in, in their heart. Yeah. It, well, and Beyonce is extremely controlled, mm-hmm. like in a good way, I think for her, like she's just like a mature and thoughtful person. But then a lot of the character witnesses to Jay-Z who have known him throughout the years say he's like pathologically cold and like never tips his hand and you have no idea what he's thinking. And Damon Dash said like, I had no idea that there was problems in our our partnership until one day he was just like told me that it was dissolved and he was out and he was gone and we never talked again. Like, and he's like, and that's when I learned he was like a very cold person. Um, Yeah. So. Yeah. It's actually, it's interesting because I'm remembering this part of his memoir where he, he addressed people saying, criticizing him for bringing up his past and how he grew up and saying like, Oh, you're rich and you've been rich for so long. So why do you keep talking about it? And he's, and he was like, well, how often do you think about your childhood and how much does that factor into your life? Doesn't it factor into everyone's lives? And And we haven't even talked about his, his childhood. Yeah. And his childhood was dealing crack in the projects in Brooklyn when Brooklyn did look nothing. was like like burned down and like completely. Yeah. Yes, and and doing that to to survive and and feed himself and his family. So and his mother was a sex worker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really rough. Yeah, we're at the front lines of the crack e- epidemic, and was yeah. right in the middle of it. So yeah, He's talk about shit yeah. It's it's you. like yeah, it's beyond the point of like not having good role models. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And if like all of the rumors involving violence and coercion and all that are not true, then I'm sorry to him. I don't know what to believe. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe just... one day we'll get the like Jay-Z Beyonce expose, but they keep a pretty tight lid on shit. So I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think we probably won't. I think they're pretty. But things come after death too. <laughs> Not that I'm oh predicting God. anything happening there, but oh, I'm just saying one day, like a hundred years this. from now. <laughs> I know I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just saying, like secrets and truth will leak out over time. Time and truth tells all. all gonna, to, when are tells, we all going to die? When are we going to meet our maker? That's the real question, <laughs> and that's what this is really about. <laughs> when, this is an episode about God and the devil and yes, life. <laughs> when will death come for us all, including us and Jay Z and Beyonce and everyone out there? Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> no, sorry. neither I do I. Don't think we're too crazy. <laughs> I'm not apologizing for anything. <laughs> I I mean I, it. Seriously, I drift more and more towards insanity every day, and crazy people start to make more and more sense to me. So, like, I don't know where to draw the line, but like, I, you know, Orlando Brown from uh, That's So Raven. He's the guy from That's So Raven, and he's had some mental health struggles in the in the press recently. And he, I had seen this like clip of him talking and he was talking about how like all these men in Hollywood like groomed him and abused him he was naming names tons of names and I believed I was like all of the guys were like huge red flags so I was like oh my god like this poor boy has been through and then at the end he's like and they all worked for my dad Lucifer and I was like oh fuck okay see and I don't know right because like all that could be true or half of it could be true and like that could be like a delusion brought on by like what he's been through like 
what do we just not listen to crazy people anymore ever well then you gotta <laughs> define crazy so i don't know <laughs> to tell I you mean, do, we, do we not listen to anything people say when they're in psychosis <laughs> some of it must be true i don't know oh god i think now would be a great time to wrap <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap this up. Some may say this should have happened 10 minutes ago. Some yeah, say that we're this is right on time. Either way, <laughs> thanks for being with us. Uh, we love you. We love you guys. guys. Yeah. Rate us five stars because we <laughs> need it. Bye. See you next time. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And... Don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.